You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC Conroe and worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com. Trick or treat, Lone Star Radio listeners. This is Dick, the general manager, taking this quick moment to remind you that Lone Star Community Radio is looking to fill some of our talk show slots along with some of our DJ slots. We have a new show airing on the 10th, Making Connections with Stacey Harris, which will air every second Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Make sure to check it out along with our other programs on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. And again, if you're interested in doing something with us, call the station, 936-647-3776. Thanks for checking out this recording, and I hope you guys enjoy. You're back. We're back. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. He's Dick. Thanks for uh, putting up with our silence for a little bit. We were on, what would we call it, Dick? An odyssey, a trek, a journey uh, for our breakfast tacos? Yeah, I was jonesing for a taco, so it's like, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to go find a taco place around here. And thus began the odyssey. And then we return with disappointment. We turned with disappointment. We actually have found a new adjective for taco. We actually ate lazy tacos. Yeah. They were lazy. I, you know, I'll just uh, leave it at that. I won't, I won't name names. Feel free to if you want to. But um, I've had better tacos in my life. Yeah. So it's we're really sad. Uh, so Dick and I are sad this morning. So you, uh, we need you to pep us up a little bit. Uh, we have good bring news. us good tacos. Bring us better tacos than what we got this morning. No, see, this is what really gets me about tacos, is okay. especially here in Texas. And breakfast tacos are kind of like a staple. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go to any place around an area, they'd be like, yeah, we have like the really good breakfast tacos. What I hate about these tacos, when I say lazy, is they use the store-bought tortillas that are, have so much preservative in it. It feels like you're eating tasteless paper that's just fluffy. Fluffy tastes Tasteless. The, you know what I'm the, talking about? It was the tortilla version of Wonder Bread. Yes. And then inside, I kid you not, for sausage, they cut a sausage in half, a little link sausage, Jimmy Dean sausage <laughs> that you get from the store, like little tiny, like, you know, they, they look like little uh, p- pickles. Mm-hmm. And they cut it in half down long ways and just put it in the middle. So your sausage covering the whole taco is probably a fourth of it. Mm-hmm. And the egg was probably... Uh, you know who goes to the store and buys like medium eggs? They don't buy like you know. <laughs> it's like they bought right? the small version of the medium eggs, so small, and then that's what they put. I mean, it was little quail eggs. It um, was pathetic. It's not like Carmelita's. Yeah, uh, one thing that's been a kind of a constant throughout all my marriages and divorces is that I grew up eating in always England. bringing that up. That's right. That's right. But uh, a constant is I, uh, uh, I I have bland taste buds. I I can't season worth beans. Um, it's just. I grew up in England. Food is bland over there, so there you go. And uh, these tacos were bland even to me. So I mean, that bar is set incredibly low. Yeah, and they were still bland. And they put Ameri- they put uh, the craft cheese on it, the American cheese. Is that what that was? Because I hate that. That's not cheese. It should be false advertising. 
But uh, in better news, uh, some lady is actually... No, I don't want to stop talking about you this. Want, this, we're is, go, this is the taco hour. Oh, yesterday know, was National Taco what Day. What we can do is today's a scavenger hunt, fo- folks, here in downtown Cono. Go around trying all the tacos. There's some good taco places around here. <laughs> go around trying all the tacos. Then come to Lone Star with and your idea. And who, tell who, who, if you get it right, I'll buy you some tacos from a better place. You heard it here first, people. You know what? And I will dig in on that one, too. I will contribute to that cause because... Uh, this is Conroe. This is Texas. Well, Our what, taste buds well, deserve better tacos. It's one of those things where who has who has the gall to make fun of a restaurant, but then it's only like reviewers are allowed to do it. Uh huh. So like, and I, I, you know, it's I don't know what it is, but you know, with the platform of the radio, you, you kind of hold back what to, what what what, what do you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to name the name and things like that. Well. I'd hate for them to show up, you know, this really, afternoon with a check for sponsorships. Really, what I want—if they're listening right now—I want you to look into your soul, think about what you've done, and then ask for help. You got to identify you have a problem for making lazy tacos. First of all, lazy taco is a thing in your life. It's okay to have a lazy taco because that means you can only go up from the product. And then you should strive to be the best. Because that's one thing I don't get about downtown Connor area is there should be a little taco truck right in front of the studio every morning. And I go to it every morning. I I am so about that right now. Absolutely. Uh, Lazy, hashtag lazy taco. In fact, it's inspired me to ask our listeners to go to Mornings Lone Star on Facebook, Mm -hmm. message us. What your favorite taco place is within walking distance from the city in downtown Conroe, and then we'll we'll go further. You know, as the weeks go by, we'll go further in the mile radius. But because uh, there are a lot of taco joints around here, mm-hmm. and some of them are really good, and there's no at least one of them is really bad. At least one. But did good news. The call has already been answered. We had a uh, special off-air guest in the studio earlier, the indomitable Mark Cook from Green Zone Housing. And uh, he was uh, witnessing the digestion of these these very bland and lazy tacos, and he has offered. So you know what these tacos reminded me of? What? Imagine a show that you've watched 100 times that's like a dystopian future, mm-hmm. but it's more like 1984 where everything's gray and dark blue, mm-hmm. and there's no life, there's no vibrancy or anything, and it's like the bell rings, everyone shuffles out, goes into the commissary area, they put the breakfast taco in front of you, and that's what this taco was. So this was the metropolis of this was, breakfast tacos. This was, yes. And not the Giorgio Moroder version with the rock soundtrack, but the original scratchy black and white Oregon music metropolis. 1929 silent film. Look it up. And is it okay to be a food? Everyone's a food critic, right? Because everyone eats food. Is well, that, yeah. Everyone says, hey, this restaurant's good. This one's bad. Absolutely. You know, I ate at a, a pretty interesting place uh, the other day for taco, national taco, whatever day. Mm-hmm. I like street tacos, street style tacos. So it's kind of okay. Like, what are those? My wife's into those. I have no idea so what they are. Uh, the street style taco, the traditional street style taco, is a corn tortilla. Okay. Two of them, two corn, like small, like they're kind of small. Okay. Corn tortillas, mm-hmm. and then it's either fajita or barbacoa or whatever you want inside. And then, like for example, I like fajita, but it's chopped up. It's not the string kind. Okay. So it's chopped up, mixed with so tor- onion okay. and, and cilantro. They're mixed together. Ah, okay. I'm not a cilantro fan, but I see the well, difference it's, now. it's crucial to the uh, to the taco. And then you, I get to a the lime street cred? To the street cred taco. Then I get a lime, and then I douse it in lime, mm. and I go to town. And uh, I had this place called Margaritas on 105. Uh, not margaritas and peppers. It's margaritas. It's over there 
uh, north side of the loop, and it's in between. <laughs> it's right, ironically, it's right across the street from another taco place that's also very good. Uh, but this place was somewhere where my girlfriend wanted to go, so it's like, well, they had a, well, the, I liked about it though, is they had a good lunch menu, because they respect the lunch. You got to respect the lunch, and they have reasonable prices, and it has reasonable mixtures of Mexican food for lunch. So, like one thing that I like what they did is like you know you go to, when you go to lunch or dinner, you someone always wants to get the nachos. Well, now they actually have an item on there where it's like you get a taco and a nacho order and that's like seven bucks really yeah so i got three street tacos with rice and beans for 725 can i get a non-street taco yeah oh yeah they have plenty of that kind of cool i am all about man that sounds good Uh, anything to cleanse the palate of our lazy tacos today lazy taco incidentally the name of my next you know what the rest of my day is ruined well, we, we got to just turn that frown upside down to a smile, my young yeah. friend. So please go to our Facebook, Mornings Lone Star. Tell me some good walking distance ta- uh, tacos for breakfast. Even if it's walking distance to, to for you and not us, we will go far for a better taco. So like when I go home and I make breakfast tacos for me or for my friends or what whatnot, what I like to do is if you go, uh, depending on what grocery store chain you're in, Typically buy the roll section, the fr- uh, the cooled rolls mm-hmm. or like the refrigerator rolls, right? The cinnamon rolls are. Right. They somehow have, they sometimes have tortillas that are uncooked tortillas, basically. Really? So you cook them on the, the flat the flat top uh-huh. before you make it. So those are a little better, in my opinion, from the, uh, the bland Wonder Bread version we had. So that takes probably one minute of your time to increase the taco by 100% right there. You have a better tortilla. And then I like getting the bacon from the butcher because they always cut a little bit thicker. It's cut thicker. You don't have the preservatives. This is the bacon you got to cook within like six hours or yeah. it goes green. It's really good. Uh-huh. And then uh, the egg, I always do two eggs per taco. Yes. And the way I the way I rule it is any egg falls out, you can eat it. You know, use a fork. Absolutely. That's part of the So part at least of your deal. taco, every mouthful is you're getting everything. That's my taco. We want the party in and our mouth, If you want cheese, people. you can do the cheese. Well, yeah, but it's got to be like the, the 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 three Mexican cheese or Monterey Jack or, or something, even cheddar, but just not not the not the processed pretend cheese. May as well throw cheese whiz on that thing. But I more I I prefer the burrito style where I can just put potatoes, egg, cheese, mm-hmm. bacon, all everything in there. Listeners, the call has been put out. Send us your better tacos <laughs> than the ones we had, and that's uh, a we good love you first segment. Yeah, right. Breakfast tacos. Breakfast taco. There's a lot Thursday. of stuff going on in the news, though. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I wanted to you just kind of get that out there. You disgraced me, and <laughs> my stomach is not doing well. I'm going to make better later in the day. You go. Uh, before we uh, take this quick break, I do want to remind folks we did talk about the scavenger hunt a little bit. I kind of want to hit more info when we come back about that cool free event happening. Uh, and we're going to do some weather and traffic at the bottom of the hour around 1030. And... Uh, but we apologize for being out for a while before ten o'clock. I'm not. I'm telling you, there was a depression in the room, and I didn't know what to there do. There was a malaise. There was and, not right malaise in the studio. People. And the only thing really holding me up is the sponsor, Conroe Coffee. Thank you, is Conroe Coffee. Me up. Uh, we you like give to, us reason to live. We like to say another special thanks to our sponsors at Morning's Lone Star, Conroe Coffee, and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. So stick around, Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy, to Taco Cop Apocalypse. Is over. Taco apocalypse is over. Telling you people, stick around. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. 
offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. We're in the nitty gritty hour here. We're hitting the hard topics today. Breakfast tacos that suck. Moving on, though. Hey, uh, we're playing. Uh, you can of, never move on. Never move from on the from the taco apocalypse. Taco apocalypse. Hashtag taco apocalypse. Bonus points if you know how the hell to spell it. All right, I'll I'll let you move on, <laughs> but I'll gripe and gripe. I think we should just throw it up like every. Let's set the, our phone for like every minute and forty two seconds, and just throw it in there at random. This taco apocalypse. Taco apocalypse. Uh, so someone is paying. Uh, had eight surgeries to look like Melania Trump in Houston. In Houston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's our local news. You know what's funny is uh, when right when you said that, I looked it up and I was like, okay, so I, I kind of forgot what Melania, Melania. Trump looked uh-huh. like. Like when I'm thinking of all right, so this person spent eight surgeries to look like this woman. She doesn't look like her. I know. I, I when I saw like the the comparison. Do you think this is a slow news day where like they overheard the lunch crowd and this girl goes, "Oh, I was just trying to look like her." Yeah, <laughs> and then. uh they get the writer's like, oh, are you serious? And she's like, uh, well, sure. Like her eight surgeries are probably eight extra minutes with the make in the makeup chair. But yeah, uh, Dick and I are firmly convinced that right now the news is just insanely slow because everyone's waiting for the other shoe to drop on the Las Vegas shootings. Um, more and more. I mean, there's a huge conspiracy theories. I mean, it's at, great. At this online. point, we are convinced that at this one, this one may actually may actually go beyond AAA. Uh, we may get into the really high levels here. It's been too many hours and not enough questions. And now, uh, you know, we're getting uh, finding out more about this guy, the Stephen uh, Paddock guy. And apparently he booked some rooms for uh, uh, overlooking Lollapalooza and another music festival that, you know, this guy was planning something. And there is zero footprint on this guy. You know, we're in a civilization now where everyone knows what your carbon footprint is, what your Internet footprint is. And this guy, like, has... No footprint anywhere. So interesting. Very interesting. Would have been good to have AAA on this year. We could have really pegged, uh, what was his name, Daniel? Yeah. Yeah, we could have pegged Daniel on this one. So uh, waiting to see what the news is today on that. Uh, just some bits and pieces, dribs and drabs coming out, but uh, not a lot of answers. And this was uh, this one's too big. This one's too important. 58 Americans were killed, and uh, we're all going to want answers, and this one is not going to be... Swept under the rug or hoping that a bigger story will come along. Uh, we're going to keep on this one. And we know a lot of people will, too. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the outcome is overall. If it's just going to be one of those continuing JFK situations where people just make up their own stories and everyone kind of forgets it. I think people won't allow that. The thing about JFK is back in the day, there was only like one piece of photographic evidence there was. It was the Zapruder film, you know, the one that the, the grainy film that's been dissected frame by frame by frame. Uh, if uh, that had gone down in the advent of cell phones or, you know, camera phones, we'd have answers today. You know, the crowd, not crowdfunding, what's the word? Crowdsourcing, um, where, you know, people comparing notes. I'm on this angle. I'm on that angle. I, I saw this. I've got breakdown of audio here. Uh, we'd have a lot more answers. So people aren't going to be satisfied with le nothing less than full disclosure on the Vegas shooting as well they should be at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think gun control is going to be in the news cycle until yeah, so it's going something to be, dies off or someone. It is the news something. cycle right now. Um, the debate we could we could go back and forth forever and ever. Uh, my personal stance on is every time there's a gun issue. Now, bearing in mind there have literally been three crimes committed with machine guns in the history of peacetime usage ever since they were made illegal, which is 1930s. The automatic weapon law was established because of Al Capone. That's how old it is. Literally, baseball bats kill more people a year than assault rifles. This is Where are the numbers on that? This is the, uh, according to the FBI database. And I, I've actually got last year's numbers somewhere, um, but this is something... Fake news. Yeah, I, no, 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 no. I find my, my stuff from, from credible sources. But again, you got to define an assault rifle. If this is just a, a battle cry for me, of course... Any weapon in the wrong hands is is a bad thing. But people going, who, you know, no one on the planet needs a, a rifle of this caliber or no one on the planet needs this many rifles. It's not the guns. For me, it's not the guns itself so much. It's the idea. I have a friend who collects swords, and he's very much pro-gun law reform. And he and I have discussed, you have dozens upon dozens of swords, and a lot of them are dulled, but you can upgrade them. You can modify them to become killing weapons, which is the only thing a sword is meant to be, is a killing weapon. So after they get the guns, what's next? The swords, the speech, it's anything that, you know, anything well, can be history modified. history has already kind of given us examples of how things are working. Like I know in Australia they have a, a really interesting, I think it's like once a year they donate, not donate, you bring in your guns. Mm -hmm. And to get a permit for like a hunting gun or anything like that. There is a process similar to this process here. People, the, the the people think it's like you just go to the store, you show up, pay the money, and you leave. Like it's not that simple, but it's there's certain there's certainly different states handle it differently. And yes, and how to be effective with it, it's really hard to cold turkey it or you know really keep that Second Amendment on top of things. Absolutely, to me, more you're absolutely right, Dick. To me, again, it's more, it's less than the guns and more than the idea of it. Uh, if you're serious about, you know, saving the children, it's, you know, DWIs kill, what is it, five times the number of all projectile weapons violence in any given year. So you want to save people, you know, ban cars. That's next. Don't give me that argument. Give me the argument of, of why, you know, it's, I have, the, I have the same problem with TSA saying you can't bring a, a fluid more than eight ounces in on the plane. There is no magical, you, you, believe me, you can make something out of seven ounces of any given fluid. It's, it's, it's cosmetic. It's, it's taking away from the arguments and the discussions that should be happening. 
and I enjoyed my 24 hours of relative peace and quiet in the aftermath of the of the Vegas shooting. But knowing soon enough, and sure enough, it happened within 24 hours. Let's make this about gun control. This guy was going to kill a lot of people no matter what. He had explosives. He was aiming for uh, uh, fuel tanks. If someone wants to be do bad things, he's going to do bad things. Now, of course, we don't want to make it easy on this person. But let's let's have the proper argument and come up with some solutions that would actually work. Which won't come from us because I'm not qualified. Then again, I don't own a firearm, so it's kind of hard for me to have a, a viewpoint when well, you don't own I'm a not qualified. <clears throat> you don't own one uh, probably because is there a particular reason why? It's just not your bag? You. I mean, I I just well, I was brought up in a family that, you know, when you have a firearm, you get the proper education and— I always felt that I was not properly educated. <laughs> I'm not properly educated <laughs> for it. I mean, all, I, my brothers and all my brothers are hunters. My dad's a hunter, all that kind of stuff, and they use their firearms. Pretty, my uh, my brother's a police officer, mm. so he always has uh, firearms on him. Uh, probably all my brothers have concealed handgun licenses. So there's training, education, respect of the weapon. Yeah, I think knowledge. It's, well, it's, I think it's one of those things in my life where the responsibility of carrying. A firearm, I was always thought if you have a gun, you're in the if you ever pull a gun on, I'm going to intend to use it. And to me, I never want to be in that situation right mm -hmm. now in my life where I feel like I need to pull a gun out. And because I know that was just kind of instilled in me like this is what these are used for, and you need to be you need to be methodical about what you're doing with it and what you're gonna like, where you're gonna keep it, all that kind of stuff. Maybe down the, down the line when I have a, a home and things like that, I'll put it in a safe. And things like that, but and you know to have the ammo separate from the. But currently, weapon. I don't live in a neighborhood that requires it, and like in Houston, like where my girlfriend lives, there's a good, there's a, something I kind of suggested to her, like maybe you should get a bat, maybe you should get something, because that walk to the car and back, like that pepper spray at least pepper spray, mace, a stun gun, taser, you you, you go to town on it, but you're kind of you're you're actually kind of nailing the point here. It's that. Practically everybody in the universe knows what a gun is capable of doing and treats it accordingly, meaning you opt not to have a gun because you know it's dangerous. You don't want to be in the situation of having to use it because you know if you use a gun, you need to use it all the way. You know that your girlfriend may be in a situation where she may need protection, so maybe it's opening up. Gun owners are some of the most safest safe people on the planet, you, you know, safes. And or biometric readouts on the on the grip, or keep the ammo separate. It's more training, knowledge, and education goes into gun ownership or the choice not to own a gun than does on something that kills vastly more people a year. Here, can I borrow the car keys, Dad? Not a thought to it. You, you, you take a defensive driving course, maybe, maybe not. You get your, you take your one test, and all of a sudden you're licensed to drive a, a weapon that can kill. Way more than 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 a weapon than a gun. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're you're right on that end because both both situations have solutions, but really to look at it, I mean, you have to look at history, you have to look at what other people are doing, what's effective, what's not effective, especially in the fifty states. We're fifty states of, and then we also have smaller communities in there, and you can look at like I know my favorite argument right now is you look at Chicago, Illinois, the city itself Detroit. has has some of the strictest gun laws, right. but yet somehow these weapons are being circulated through and being used every day, uh, not from by police officers, but by people killing other people, and you you have to kind of wonder, well, how do we effectively monitor that situation where you already 
A, you have a group of people who want to hurt each other, regardless of what's in their hands. So they're going to do it some one way or another. And then B, how do we re- regulate the gun control in that area because those guns get passed and all those kind of thing? You can't. And that's why it's kind of an argument that uh, those of a more uh, those of my friends who have a more liberal mindset seem to be arguing two sides of the same coin. For instance, when it comes to gun control, oh, gun laws, stricter gun laws will keep guns from happening. Okay, well, with that argument, then we stricter immigration laws will keep immigra- illegal immigration from happening. But they're like, oh no, they're 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 coming. You can't stop them. There's so many. So an argument needs to be chosen and stuck with. We're going to take a quick break. Go for it. Morning's Lone Star. When we come back, we're going to do some weather and traffic and have some fun. MW Lone Star on Facebook. Let us know. 936-647-3776. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Back with Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. We're talking about guns today. I wonder what other topics we can just uh, get people hot and bothered about. I'm personally laughing at the fact that Black Lives Matter is now going against the ACLU. <laughs> See, that, when the stuff like that happens, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a conspiracy theory behind that, too. There's a conspiracy theory behind anything. Well, I mean, like, it's either the people who are in charge are not very bright or someone's telling them, hey, let's start some trouble over here. Have you known a person who just wants to start a fight no matter what? And and they get more ornery the more reasons you take away from them to fight? Uh, To me, few things are funnier than watching one guy try to pick a fight with another guy and the other guy just refusing to take the bait because the guy trying to pick the fight— Rapidly begins to look like as a total tool. Yeah. And I think kind of this is what's happening here uh, in this particular movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, because, you know, there's a legal issue going on. A judge ruled that they cannot be sued because they are not an actual organization, even though it's been pointed out that they actually hit the legal definition of an organization because you have to pay dues for it and there are membership levels. And uh, because since they can't be sued, now they just... The other side of that, it's they can't sue as an entity either. 
So there are many in the Black Lives Matter movement that are really upset right now because they want they, they were looking at some dollar signs. They wanted to sue some people, and now legally they can't because they've just been notified they are not an organization. So they can't have it both ways. Like, hey, you can't sue me, but I can't sue you either. So I think they have, they're dressed up for a fight and nowhere to go. So they're picking on the American Civil Liberties Union now, saying that ACLU is backing up Whitey here. And uh, interesting to see how that one turns out. Yeah, I don't. I, well, that's what's thing that confuses me about the situation because this, when someone uses the term Black Lives Matter, and since they're not an organization, there's not there's not a sole leader in it. So this to me could have been, you know, a group of people who were just stupid and bored and they wanted to go do it. Absolutely. But now it gets painted all this other the stuff. The entire brush, and the same thing happened with Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, you know, it rapidly devolved because there was no clear leadership, and if you want to have a message. Pick a single message and pick a single voice to relay that message, and you will go much farther. And in honesty, others would take you more seriously. Yeah, I can't take it seriously when there's no single voice. I couldn't take the NFL um, anthem debacle seriously because no one had a clear message as to why they were doing it, or and it, it fell apart. Occupy Wall Street. And it goes both sides. I'm picking some liberal stances, uh, some liberal in instances here, but it goes the other way, too. When if you have a, an extreme conservative view or church view or well, something that's like that. Well, that's what's interesting about the Tea Party. Bingo. There you so, go. Because I remember when that first kind of picked up, it reminded me of just the, the similar protesting. Mm -hmm. And then the protesting just kept talking and talking and protesting all this stuff. And then they started gathering more and more and more. And then now what I'm seeing is they're in office. They're in office, but also they're, there's a— They're Montgomery, infiltrating us, man. They're infiltrating, but also, like Montgomery County alone, there are actually two tea parties, and one of them views the other as the fake tea party. Yeah, it's interesting. You can't— Well, I mean, if you look at the—for example, the uh, Germany had its recent elections and stuff, and the way their city-state is divided on, on, on their seats, there's so many different parties involved. I do not miss that about England, where there were. I'm a fan really of the three-party system because when compared you compared to you, you're just a fan of it in general, or you just compared to compared it. I believe when you have major parties that can have the proper backing, you can get more accomplished. In England, you could have a you could just whip up a party at random. You know, the Social Democratic Alliance, the the Up Party, the Britain First Party, whatever. Labor and conservative were the two big ones, the Tories and the Whigs, and which Republicans and Democrats. But every other party was open. Three guys in a room could make a party. Yeah, and, and it works. Like if you have no message, was if, it, if there's a long, if there's a timeline, and you got enough time, something will come from it. Mm -hmm. And that's what's similar is happening over there in multiple European countries. Is they're slowly gaining favor and things like that. And it could be good or bad. I don't really know. It could be good or bad, but. When you're in turmoil, it helps to have one or two solid voices to speak for either side of the aisle or the equation to at least give you a sense of, okay, I want to follow this. And, and, and you know, if you want to put it in a, in a religious aspect, it's like Catholics and Protestants. Okay, pick one, and then you can start working on your, your denomination later. Or uh, we had someone yeah, waving yeah, in our window. someone else in I feel like Good Morning America. Yeah, when you walk by, you can come on in. Come you know, on in. She is. We're going to brought together the British perspective here. Yeah. Uh, she was hearing me talk about uh, the uh, uh, political process in England. And, and so we have Leo with Conroe Coffee yeah. thrown on her headset. Good morning, Leo. How you doing? Good morning. Awesome. If you can tell from that funky uh, accent, 
Leo's from my old school. Um, she's from uh, England. Where you I went grew. to Northampton School for Girls as well. I did. Awesome. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. Uh, it was. Um, <laughs> I don't like to talk about it much. He's that creepy kid, the, the creepy, <laughs> creepy Uncle Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the boy where like the mom was a teacher and no one he couldn't go anywhere else, so she he had to go with her. He had to, to go work. to the girls' school. <laughs> yeah, he had to. Uh, we le- used to meet the boys behind the cafeteria from the boys' school. That's was it all next I'm door? gonna say. No. The boys used to have to get a double-decker bus mm-hmm. and come up to the girls' school. No, I was at Portsmouth Grammar, which is all boys. But now it's co-ed. After 250 years, they decided to go co-ed. Why'd they do that? I don't know. Damn liberals, I don't know. I used to love the uh, girls' well, school. You know, I was going to say, the, the shining light of all this political atmosphere is mm-hmm. now both sides here in the United States have protesters in there. They get interrupted all the time. Right. By people. Well, that's the funny thing. It's it's the, There's, over the last couple of years— especially last year, became the, the the new vogue to shout down someone you don't like to hear. And and the left was tending to do that more on, on conservative speakers. But now it's like even liberal speakers are finding themselves on the receiving end of, you have the, people with very liberal stances being shouted down by more liberal voices. And it's, it's Kind of funny. What I was uh, yeah, was, I was talking say. about with Dick before um, is that in America, you know, we have pretty much the two party system. More mm-hmm. three, you know, you know, we're getting some fringe ones. And I was telling him how I don't miss in England that three guys in a room could come up with a political party, and so there would be forty two p- political parties running at any given election. Yeah, and I just the the waters would get muddied here in America. You we have like the Black Lives Matter movement or the 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 NFL protesters or. Occupy Wall Street, and there's no voice, no no single voice to to say what they were there for. Right, and I kind of felt that way in England sometimes. With yeah, the Social Democratic Alliance and Britain First and yeah, me party and I love watching Parliament though. Oh God, I would love the, the U.S. <laughs> Congress to go down like like the House of Parliament, House of Lords, or House of Commons. It's like a comedy. It is. You know? it, it, he who shouts loudest shouts yep. first and last, and the ones standing up, you know, and they're all going, <laughs> and then yeah. You know, BBC crazy. America, should, we should have a British version of C-SPAN just to show oh. Houses of Parliament. Um, it would be it would be pretty fun. Uh, they still, be they still wear the wigs? Only yes, in court, they do. That's in court, primarily. They still wear them, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silly. So, anyhow, that, that, that was my stance. My remembrance of British <laughs> Is politics. it like one family that's been making the same wigs for 100 I years? Think it, I think it is. I can it, totally it, see that. Wouldn't yeah. that surprise me? We need to look that up. That's we, interesting. We gotta, that's a good question. Yeah. Dick is asking Jake questions today. Yesterday, Jake was stumping Dick on some questions, and oh. we, we got to get a revenge on Jake. We're gonna crash his show later and come we're up with like crash his interview. We're gonna crash his interview. <laughs> that's oh, what we're gonna do. Cool. cool. I, I'm I'm currently on a trek to find like the most obscure sports trivia ever, and then get on to Jake's show and meet like peppering him with these questions. Yeah. That there's no human could answer. Okay. And, uh, and like, how does it feel, Jake? How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> but I bet there is a wig wig company. I bet there is. You I, need to be I googling it. Whoever goes to visit England, I wonder if I can ask for a wig, like to bring me back a wig. You might have to hit someone on the head to get one. You think so? Like you can't just go to a store? I wouldn't think so. No. So do you think there's like a traveling no, salesman bet- in the court with like a jacket, and he's like, "You get some wigs." <laughs> I bet if you get got on Amazon, wig. you could put in. You what, could put in. I well, want the legitimate wig, though. I yeah, want the, the wig the, the, they wear the, in the, the court. The barrister wig. I'm going to look this one up here. Yeah. You, if you, anyone you knows any connections to this court we're talking about, I would love to know where they get their wig. 
Uh-huh. And I would like to get one, and I'll but wear the it judge the judge wig shop. Because this one will change the tone here. Like, oh, we got to get the judge. That would be funny if you wore one of them wigs. Yeah. I'd be Judge Dick, and I put it on, <laughs> and it would change the it would change the whole tone of the show. Because I could my first segment would be condoning the taco place. I'd be like, as a judge. No, you want to condemn the taco. Condoning it just gives it a thumbs oh, up. Oh, You want to condemn it? As, that's why it's okay while we're here. What so. taco place? Oh, oh, you missed it. We're talking oh, about okay, I'm sorry. taco apocalypse. It was a place that you taco apocalypse. Yeah, it's a taco apocalypse. It was a place that shall remain nameless. But you were telling me about yesterday with substandard. But don't say, okay, yeah, we're no gonna say, we're going to take a quick break here on Lone Star in the mornings. Mornings of Lone Star. Before that, we are going to do some weather and traffic. Uh, if you guys are going to be out today for the scavenger hunt it's going to be a nice day 76 degrees right now mm. uh the high is going to be around 90 low is 65 outside that a few clouds are going to be spotted uh this weekend though high of 88 low of 66 is the average we do expect rain somewhere between saturday and columbus day uh, about 20 percent chance between all of that driving conditions have greatly improved in the montgomery county area i'm not seeing any accidents or instances heading east or west uh or north to south Stick around. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skibby, special guest Conroe Coffees, Leo next door. We just allow anyone in here. Let us know what you're thinking. <laughs> MW Lone Star. She gives Facebook. us coffee, man. Shut up. Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. Shut up. Sure, we'll do that. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. It's, it's so fitting. We have a Barbie in the studio. That's so sweet. Sing it, Leo. Right. Well, we chose this part for music because apparently a Houston lady has opted to have eight surgeries in a desperate attempt to look like our first lady and apparently is failing miserably. Really? Yeah. I've I mean, seen it the didn't lady look bad. Like Bobby. Oh, yeah, but I mean, just, you know, you have one job to make me look like Melania Trump and you've catastrophically failed at your one job. She. Doesn't look like Melania. It doesn't look bad, but she doesn't look like Melania. You've seen the Barbie woman, right? Yes, the living Barbie. Oh my God. Yeah, she oh, looks like real? an alien. Yeah. Yes. It, it truly is. She looks like an anime meets yep. Barbie it's meets. really weird. Meets Ooh, a photo. Yeah, yeah. Dick not just doing found, that. Yeah, Dick there just you found go. the human Barbie online. Yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah. 
It's amazing what people do to this. People, uh, listen, listen. I understand people. Not everyone can look like me or Leo or Dick. Absolutely. They, you know, not everyone can be <laughs> blessed with our stunning good looks. Uh-huh. That's why we're on radio. And, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you want to look elsewhere. You, well, you, no, that's why we have the windows so people can see us. So usually oh. typical radio stations, they want like dark, damp, lizard conditions. And <laughs> here we're, we're not like that. Well, I, Dick, do you think we could have driven this lady to go for the Melania Trump um, plastic surgery thing? She saw us and like, oh, my God, I want to be like them one day. Just so hot. And that's what caused yeah. her to do it. There's only ever been one person that had like all this plastic surgery and she used to be on a show called The Hills. I can't remember her name, Um, but she looked much better afterwards. And she's the only one that I've ever thought, wow, she had her nose, her chin, her eyes, something, but she looked so much better. She wasn't an ugly girl. I Mm -hmm. mean, she was beautiful, but they tweaked and the tweaking was amazing. And I always thought, man, if ever I'd tweak, I'd want to go see her doctor because I like, but I can't remember her name. Otherwise you could Google her. Interesting point because, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, if God intended your nose to be smaller, you would have to. But here's the thing. Uh, at least two of us in this room are wearing glasses right now. Dick, do you have I'm supposed contact to. lenses? I got prescriptions. Okay, you know, we got... We, we got to improve ourselves yeah, however we Jason can. Jason LASIK. So, yeah, so I'm not opposed yeah. to plastic surgery in and of itself, but sometimes oh, I, I feel— that was just natural. Plastic surgery? No, Jason. Oh, no. He That had, twinkle is man-made? I wish we could find some of his old glasses at home because when they say Coke bottle glasses— The, the stereotypical— I'm not kidding. Those things— they were glass back then. He's not that old, but they were glass, not plastic. Mm-hmm. Those things were heavy. And he has that little flat nose. So you, could you imagine trying to keep them on? Anyway. But no, he got LASIK because he would sleep. So you just give him goggles? <laughs> yes. He would <laughs> sleep in his contacts. And there was one time he could not get them out. Mm-hmm. And I did he that was once. in the in the bathroom just trying his oh, it was awful. But you're only supposed to leave him in two weeks, the ones he had. His, his would be three months. You can't do that. The last time I wore contacts was in the 1980s, and I, I fell asleep, could not get them out, and just got a phobia of contact lenses. Yeah, ever since. I can't wear them. I've I've tried, and I can't. Sounds like but Sean's his, just scared of everything. I'm scared of everything. Why? Because huh? I'm shy. Because oh. this is a big world. Out it's a there. big scary world. <gasps> hey, I climbed an active volcano. I'll have you guys know. I climbed Mount Fuji. Okay, there show off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Isn't uh, Yellowstone an active can, an active? Uh, no, you think of Old Faithful right? and it's an active geyser. Okay. It spews up Is there not a volcano yeah. in that area? I don't think so. I have no I could clue. be wrong because. I mean, I've seen the movie Volcano. Because, you know, <laughs> Yellow, in my British schooling, Yellowstone never really came up to it. No, hole. it didn't come oh. up. Oh, and we do have a, a listener popping in that it's Heidi Montag who got your. Uh, uh, that's it. That's Thank who it was. you. Thank What'd you for, get? The, the Look tweets. at her before and after, Heidi. Wait, Mon- was that Spencer and Heidi? Yes. Oh my God. She's Them? so cute. No. Look at the before and after of her. I just think she, I loved what she had I done. saw one of those of the Kardashians. Oh my gosh, Kylie. The is youngest Kylie? one. The youngest one. Is Kylie the youngest? It's a little yes. creepy. Uh, okay, I swore that we would never talk but, about Kardashians on the show, so we just broke a well, no, she does look better. She looks much better than she did. Poor little girl. Are you serious? 
Yes. She looks totally, she looks like, it's I, almost like she went to the drive-thru plastic surgery and she's like, what are you looking for? I'm looking for their Kardashian. You look, and the, like you they, looked at her they pictures, put her, right? They put her, put her down and then they had a little stamp thing, like how you steam your, your clothes uh, it was and the, they stamp Kardashian on her. So like everything became a Kardashian. Yeah. They I, probably had some weird voodoo uh, intervention with her and she's like, you're not following the brand. You don't look well, like a Kardashian. Well, she didn't have any lips. You know, it, I mean, she looked now. She yes. looks like her, like almost like her sister, yeah. but younger. Yeah. How is that not creepy? I don't know. I think she looks better than she did, but it is because really if you're married to one of them, weird. I bet you get confused. Okay, I, but the thing is, when she has kids, you think, oh, she's this beautiful girl, blah blah blah. Man, she was cute before, but. The kids are going to come out not like the plastic surgery. Are you sure? You. I'm pretty sure plastic surgery can be transferred these days. You know what? Yeah, sure. tattoos oh make God, you a horrible mother. Oh, God, please let them stop breeding. If you have tattoos, you know it goes to your unborn child, right? Wouldn't that I mean, be great? Awesome, man. That'd be uh-huh. great. Have your kid come out covered? <laughs> that was a that. Facebook page that got shut down, but it was hilarious. Covered in ink. Yeah. We got to move away from the Kardashians. I'm Sorry. just feeling my soul gets sucked away. Well, that and... Heidi, you should look around. Well, you're the one that brought it up. No, yeah, no I was... Uh, I think it was you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, don't throw me into your party. I knew it was me. Okay. Shh. Moving on, though. What, <laughs> what else are we talking about today beyond the cage? English food. English food. It was bland. It was bland. But I used to love lamb with mint sauce, mm-hmm. but not the, the mint sauce you get here. It's like mixed with vinegar. Right. My mom used to make her own and add sugar to it and... Oh my gosh! Awesome. I'm a I'm a bangers and mash kind of guy. I'm mm-hmm. a roast beef and yank, uh, ro- yeah. uh, Yorkshire, Yorkshire pudding kind of guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make some British food for Dick one day. You can you can partake of my shepherd's pie, which is pretty darn good. Shepherd's pie, not cottage pie. Shepherd's not There's cottage. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they have two different names. This is true, but no. In fact, what most Americans <laughs> serve as shepherd's pie is really cottage pie. Yeah. It's not the ground beef makes a cottage. I want to try beef Wellington. Beef Wellington is awesome. When properly beef done. wrapped in pastry. But anyway, there's some good English I'm food. sorry. Then I don't <laughs> want to try that. What an idiot. God, you want beef Wellington? So are we talking about a kolache? No. <laughs> That's the American Watch, hell, watch Hell's Angels. <laughs> hey, let's, let's, let's bring us some haggis one of these days. Oh, mm-mm. Just, just, no. just to see you. No, homie, don't Making fun it. of me being scared of spiders and oh, snakes black and pudding. stuff. No. Oh, no. spiders. Jason calls me. He will scream like a little girl. If he's anywhere in the house and there's a spider, and you hear him screaming, and it's like, get it, get it. And I'm like, just grab some toilet paper and grab it. No, they're the. Uh, he makes uh, me do it. Spiders are impervious to toilet paper. That's just a scientific fact. Mm. You know what? And I, I don't know why, but my grandmother, my nan, used to tell me, never kill a spider on a Friday. So on a Friday, if there's a spider issue, I won't touch it. And I don't know. I I think I've Googled it before and I can't find the reason. I'm, it's an old wives tale. But my nan would always say that. Never kill a spider on a Friday. And she'd pick it up and put it outside the back door. I've never met your nan, but obviously she's no, evil. she's been and gone a long time. Human, wanted humans to just die from spider bites left and right. So Well, uh, this was England, so I don't think there's uh, the spiders But there, there were no snakes we in England either. That's no, there I, were hedgehogs in the garden. Right. I, that's why I love England. There were no snakes. St. Patrick. Hedgehogs well, he and bunnies. Hedgehogs and bunnies. Hedgehogs and bunnies. But no snakes. Nope. But hedgehogs are really cool. Because when you go in the yard and they want to get away from you, they roll up in a bowl. And That's they probably go. why there's bland food, because there's no fear of living there. 
There's not snakes putting you under constant pressure to enjoy every day. Every, 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 suck the marrow <laughs> out of And it's life. like, oh, I only have a few days. There's so many snakes. Got to make delicious food. That's yeah. right, folks. You're listening, eel, to the, you're listening to the nitty-gritty section where we bring out the hard topics yeah. like hedgehogs right. and we are, uh, food. We do got to take a quick break to say thanks to our sponsors. We've got about five minutes left. Coming up after the show is going to be a recording of Montgomery County Lifestyle. Nathan sent me an email this morning. Basically, he says, I'm still in bed. Well, Nathan, get out of bed. Nathan, don't let me don't make me take over your show because I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Words. We'll be back. We still got a couple more minutes, so stick around. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube. Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights
You're back. Morning to the Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. We can neither confirm nor deny that we are the fifth and sixth Beatle, but we'll just let that hang there. We're in the studio with Leo from Conroe Coffee. Howdy. Our token Brit. Who, uh, yeah. Are they going to say token Barbie? Our token Barbie. Aww. Our token British Barbie. You're being so sweet. I'm looking forward to the uh, scavenger hunt this afternoon. Yeah, yeah it starts at four o'clock. I dropped off my gift. Right before that's where I'd been when I walked by the window. Yeah, winners get a gift. Can you believe it? They get lots of stuff. It's cool. twi a twenty-five dollar gift certificate from us. Awesome. So, yeah. I don't so, think I can play in it though, because you know, since I'm in an organization that we have one of the clues here. Well, they have to come in and find it, and we don't. I'm not telling anyone. You come in the shop, and you it's on the list what they got to look for. Awesome. Find it. Find it. Find well, it. Yeah, so come on out here. Apparently, it's free to join, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and you get to just deal with a whole bunch of downtown Conroe businesses yep. that are, I'm loving across the board. I'm a Woodlands boy, and I'm falling in love with Conroe. Who knew? Cool. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> so we only got a couple of minutes left okay. in the show. I want to remind people, tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, we're going to be out at April Sounds Country Club. i got to set my alarm to remind and me about that. I'm going to be here very lonely just otherwise. Just get out of bed. Don't do a name. No, yeah. I'm going to come here without thinking about it. Just get out of bed, man. It's not easy. No, it's not the waking up part. It's the driving here automatically and going, where the hell is everybody? Oh, gotcha. It's April Sounds Country Club. We're going to be out there for Lobster Fest. Mm. If you are oh, a participant right. in the golf tournament, make sure to say hi to us. We're going to be on the back patio of April Sound Country Club. If you're in the area, stop by, say hi, and bring us some breakfast tacos. And then uh, we're going to be out there to about... So our whole show, basically. So. Yeah, it's going to be great. Come out and see us. Uh, make fun of me under my floppy hat. Skin cancer, don't you know? And um, just, you know, have a good time with us out there. It's going to be a lot of fun, good food. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Hot, yeah. But yeah. Well, not as hot as it could have been. Dick uh, had the weather earlier, and oh, right, it's looking right. pretty darn Are good. Are you guys going to the lobster dinner? Lobster dinner, lobster well, you know, steak isn't and it, everything. Right? Yeah, it's That's tonight. tonight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's tonight, right? Yeah. So it's a fundraiser for the Greater Connor Lake Connor Chamber of Commerce folks. We gotta be signing off. Hope you guys enjoy today. Come up next, a replay, Montgomery County Lifestyle. If you want to see the full lineup of our talk shows and music shows today, IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar. All right there. Thanks for tuning in, tuning in. Uh, special thanks to our sponsors, Clean Sweep, Office Cleaning, and of course, Conroe Coffee. Whoop, whoop. We'll be back tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs>